I know one thing. If this guy comes on this show and says he's a Edmonton EE fan or whatever that team's <laughs> called, I know I know something. <laughs> All right. I, Here. I can't even see that. Then get out of here, Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll get into that, Jason. We're starting off the show the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off the show. I'll tell you the, the story behind the whole thing, and, and then you'll understand it, okay? I was young and vulnerable, right? <laughs> That's usually most Edmonton Eskimo fans be able to say that stuff. So They're not anyway, the Eskimos anymore. No, it's the Edmonton Football Club or something yeah. like that, or the Edmonton Football them, Team or something like that. I call them the Edmonton Snowflakes. But uh, anyway, <laughs> here we go, folks. How you doing? I'm Johan. This is Charleston. We are the Better With Age show. Today's guest is joining us from Saskatoon, Jason Berries. Is that the proper? Berries. Berries. Jason Berries. Uh, welcome to the show, Jason. Today's show is one of the, as you can tell by Charleston's background, <laughs> that is unique as background as he always is, is something I think is very dear and special to a lot of us. And one of the things that we'd love to be able to find out more about, Charleston did a great job of, uh, tracking down Jason. I don't, I don't even know how you know uh, Jason uh, Charleston. Like most of the people that you I meet. Mean, I meet people in peculiar <laughs> ways. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, <laughs> Charleston I met Jason and Jason and Charleston have uh, been talking back and forth. And, and today's episode is going to be about mental health and and something that we all can relate to whether we are parents, whether athletes, whether we're working individuals, whether we have, uh, you know, kids out there that are affected by mental health. This is something that reaches out to all of us. So uh, very important uh, uh, topic, especially nowadays. So Jason, welcome to the show. You're a SAS tune guy. I know we were talking uh, about your your affiliation to your hockey teams with the Oilers and then the Eskimos uh, or the Snowflake or the whatever they're called in Edmonton. Charleston doesn't like that already. So I know, man. We stepping off on the wrong foot. When I first met you, you did not say that to me. And I didn't see why you didn't say that to me. Oh man. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna start off on the wrong foot when we just meet a guy. Like, come on, give me a break here. Yeah. See, see, now now I see you come on this show to talk about something that you use because you're an Edmonton fan. <laughs> He's using this let platform. Me, He's using his own. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you, I was five years old. My uncle took me to my first game in Commonwealth. They played the Riders, as a matter of fact. And uh, I was hooked, right? Uh, it was, uh, I was hooked. I was, I was forced into the Eskimo or football team or club or whatever you want to call them today. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's all right. I'm an Argo fan too, Jason. So uh, growing up in Saskatchewan, being a fan of another team, yeah, I know how it is. So I know Charleston's. Uh, I can't shaking. wait till we start talking about this this device that you have to help to help with mental health because both yeah. of you guys need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let, let's talk about that, Jason. Let's talk about your business, Invicta Invicta VR. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Correct. If you can talk to us about that, what what is that? Explain to our viewers. Um, what it's all about and what you're trying to do, how you're trying to change the world, and, and yeah. I'm glad you really touched on that right at the beginning, Johan, about um, um, you mentioned uh, kids and you mentioned business and you mentioned sports or athletes. Uh, military. And you, mentioned, you know, 
military, the, the cops, uh, I mean, it, it's everything. So essentially Invicta VR, we are using it as a mental health strengthening and conditioning tool. That's, that's my, uh, that's my phrase for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it's going to be used for going forward. And the four subjects are education. It's funny that you'd say kids, cause that's what we're dealing with today outside our windows today is people uh, teaching their kids inside their houses, um, sports, business and health and wellness. And underneath all those subjects, there is literally an endless amount of modules that we have uh, cooked up already for those. Um, we started off with education because of what is happening outside our windows today. And we understand that people do have that, um, you know, that issue with, um, teaching their kids within their own walls. And the biggest one that we touched on is kids with learning disabilities. And so whether it be ADHD or dyslexia or calculia, whatever you, whatever kind of learning disability you're dealing with, Invicta VR is going to help you out with that. Um, right now, you know, you're, you're basically given a drug, uh, oh, your kid has ADHD here, take this drug, you know, you'll, you'll be fine. That's not, that's not the, the fix to me. We're not going to be using Invicta VR as a virtual reality learning center. We're using Invicta VR as a training center. So we are going to train or retrain your brain in order for you to cope with whatever you have. So whether you're, whether you are dealing with mental health and I'll use Charleston as an example, not because of that Charleston, but I'll use Charleston as an example is an athlete on the sports side of it. Um, you know, dealing with, um, um, visualizing winning as a team, visualizing losing as a team, um, dealing with uh, teammates, dealing with coaches, uh, dealing with fans, dealing with social media nowadays. Mm. Um, you know, the modules really for that are, are endless. And then, you know, you go down the road into like the business thing, business and sports kind of overlap because they all kind of deal with the same thing, anxiety, depression, uh, you know, dealing with uh, customers, you know, it's, it's really the same thing. Those two are going to kind of overlap. And then the health and wellness one is uh, endless, literally endless. Um, I woke up uh, at 2.30 one night. I had a dream that we used Invicta VR uh, with uh, postpartum depression. And so I woke up and I just started writing modules for it. For, for postpartum depression and it just it's really taken off from there like uh, I mean you can do everything from um, the mental um, wellness that you are with if you're dealing with cancer or, or any sort of type of injury or any t- sort of type of family disease you know any any really it goes touches on literally anything that you can really think of and so that's where we decided that you know this is going to really go within Saskatchewan, without, within Canada, within the international borders, and then worldwide. It's, it's really, uh, the, the interesting stat to me is where we started with education with kids is that one in five kids have a diagnosed uh, learning disability. Two in five don't. So now you have three in five kids that have a possible learning disability. And, you know, you throw that out there. And I, I, when I first read it, I thought, wow, that seems awfully high. And then, you know, you go and you talk to people within the schooling system, teachers, you know, superintendents, whatever. And they're like, yep, it's out there. And we don't really have enough resources for that. This is going to be it. Wow. And that's, that's amazing to be able to even to think of and to comprehend how that's going to be able to help out, especially, I mean, with the teachers, uh, my wife is a teacher. Uh, she's, uh, she's came home uh, many times and, and, um, 
just you know the the <laughs> we all know now especially during covid what it means to be a teacher out there because each of us are out there teaching our kids in our own environment now at homes but to see what the teachers have to deal with and and my wife i'm lucky enough that my wife comes back to me and she opens up to me about how the difficulties it's such a touchy subject mental health nobody knows how to be able to i think in my opinion how to be able to approach it how to be able to like you mentioned jason to be able to deal with it with drugs how do you deal the um, diagnosing it you know the one in five then the two in five that aren't i mean it's just something that we don't know right everybody's kind of learning and then we're learning the old-fashioned way or we're learning by something that seems like it, it's not effective i know i can tell you stories about my son uh in grades uh, five um unfortunately there was a kid that didn't know how to deal with anxiety or didn't know how to deal with it in grade five and he looked to be able to harm himself and um thankfully he wasn't uh, effective in doing that but you know I, and I was blown away by that going how can this be happening you know and and, and us as parents and coaches and is that how can we start to be able to diagnose this or how do we be able to tap into this and, and to start to be able to recognize this and, and to be able to help out our loved ones and, and, and our family and friends and everybody else? This is the greatest thing about that. From a, from a sports perspective, like the same way, <clears throat> like no one really paid attention to like mental health because, you know, you got all these football players and, and all these basketball players and they have to hold a certain persona, I guess you could say, and they have to hold, you know, your your emotional and mental state isn't thought of because you're always trained to think a certain way and to act a certain way, you know, when you're on and off the field. So it's like drilled into you that you're not supposed to be weak. You're not supposed to have mental breakdowns. You can't have brain farts is what we call them in sports. So, and it happens with, with athletes, but we've been drilled and trained so hard that people forget that, you know, we're still human at the same time. I mean, we mentally go through breakdowns. We mentally go through, you know, weak points where, you know, we're not in our best state of mind, I guess you can say. But, I mean, it happen, It happens all over. It, it even happens, like like I said, with my kid right now. I mean, it, it took us a while to kind of see, like, okay, maybe she's a little – a little depressed, but you don't think a nine-year-old gets depressed. You think a nine-year-old is supposed to be living their best life and being happy, but no, kids get depressed just like adults get depressed. So, and it's hard for adults and parents to actually notice, pick up, and focus on that kind of stuff to know when your kid's not in their right state of mind. You know, and that part of that, Charleston, as well, is, is maybe like the denial of it. And you know where you where where parents are like, oh, my kid isn't isn't depressed. My kid is normal, right? My kid is not, is nine years old and living their best life, right? But in the in the background, you never ever know what's happening or never know what you know what who it might be. That's the greatest thing about Invicta VR is that it, it's essentially going to be you can use it in your in your comfort of your own home. Essentially, that you, there won't be any kind of out, outside pressure for you to use it or not use it. Um, the uh, modules are are are, uh, are basically it's like an Amazon where you're you're shipped the uh, the headset and the uh, uh, down the road the biofeedback sensor and uh, you're going to be able to use that your own leisure. So <clears throat> if you're in uh, you know just with uh, within your own your own four walls where there's really nothing that that should be bothering you, um, that's where we're going to go into the training part of it where it's not just that. Uh, 
playing a game. It's not ju- it's not a game whatsoever. Um, this is not going to be marketed as a gaming device. This is an actual training device, and it is going to be used is as a brain training activity. So, so Jason, can you tell me a little bit about that? How is it going to work? What, what is the VR part about it? And, and uh, you know, can you explain a little bit about that? I know I've put that VR thing on before one time in the middle of a mall before, and they <laughs> took you on that. They take you on that roller coaster ride, and you know you you looking all over the place. And sometimes I feel stupid because I know that the outsiders are looking at me, and I'm looking all over the place like, what the hell? <laughs> And you know that, that it's really no different, uh, Charleston. To be honest with you, uh, <clears throat> so within every module, so whether it be education, sports, uh, business, or health and wellness, uh, you pick your setting. And uh, so, for example, I'll use the education one. You pick your setting. The setting is a classroom that you would see in today's classroom. Um, it's broke down into essentially nine to twelve year olds and thirteen to seventeen year olds, <clears throat> and. Um, when you put the VR goggles on, you sit at the class just like you would in a, as you did go to school today, and the teacher's in front of you, the bell rings, the teacher says, okay, class, we're going to start module XYZ. You hit the button on the VR uh, hand controller, and now you start your module. And now there might be different distractors, there might be whatever you're dealing with, I guess, you know, that that's what the module is going to be letting you do, okay? so. I'll use ADHD one, for example, because that's one we have, um, uh, are going to be the first one out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so essentially what it is, is the, the, the user or the student is sitting at the desk. The distractors are possibly kids whispering, uh, put their arm up and the teacher goes over and answers, the birds chirping at the window, the clock ticking. A simple thing as a, a child with ADHD with the clock ticking drives them absolutely bananas. For the three of us, we probably wouldn't even notice it. Um, for a kid with ADHD, it's right on the top of their mind. And as soon as they have that module in front of them, we have ocular tracking within the VR headset. So it automatically notices that instead of them reading, doing their module for whatever it be, reading, math, science, whatever it is, they, as soon as they lift their eyes up from that module, and it looks like a tablet, it looks like a, an iPad, to be honest with you, when they, as soon as they lift their head, their eyes up from that and go to look at the clock or go to look at that kid whispering, <clears throat> if they do that too much and then their focus is, is lost, it'll cut back out into a coherent breathing pattern to get you back into a focus type of state. Mm-hmm. So now you get back into that focus type of state, get your breathing back down to you know, where your anxiety is down and you're not distracted anymore, and now back to the module. And really, uh, you, you can't really do it for any more than 15 or 20 minutes because that's the kid's um, attention span. And so when you get to that stage and it cuts out, you move on. Not, you don't do it the next day. It may be two days down the road. It may be three days down the road. But now you put it back on and you go back and you, you uh, continue on with your module. The more you can do that, we're not using repetition. Every module is going to be different. Uh, repetition does not work. Um, you need to actually train the brain through doing doing it, not just memorizing it. Mm-hmm. And um, so every time you do go through these modules and you actually do it, you actually get a little bit further down the road in recovery to whether it be distractors, whether it be um, dyslexia, whether it be um, 
PTSD, or you mentioned it earlier there. It's just, you know, chewing off a little bit at a time. If you're, if you're doing really well, we actually have it split out into like easy, medium and hard. So you'll start out easy. And if you just breeze through it and you never have a distractor, great. We'll bump you up to the medium one, maybe faster, but as per the, the actual modules themselves, if you um, are struggling with the, with the actual distraction itself within it or the PTSD uh, training or the, you know, visualizing Charleston, if you're being the bad boy in the, uh, in the, in the room, in the team meetings and you can't visualize, you know, that's, that's, we're actually, the big one is, is going to be uh, the rolled out for the sports one on the mental health side of it, where you actually sit down a team of 23 or 25 or 40 players and they all have a headset on and they all visualize the exact same thing. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I remember when I first mentioned you kind of hinted towards it and I was a little skeptic. I ain't going to lie. Cause I was like, I don't know about putting on a <laughs> VR set. Cause I get kind of, I get kind of spooked about it from the start, right? Just putting something over your eyes and then, you know, your senses are kind of cut off and directed into one screen that's only your face and you can't see anything else. So your focus is on that screen, but subconsciously you're kind of aware that you're, you're, you're in a room, but you don't, I don't know. It's just a simple fact that I can't see what's around me, but I can focus on the screen. I'm glad you said that Charleston, because we're actually, she, uh, as soon as this gets rolled out and as soon as we can, you know, get to the scalability uh, portion of my plan, um, we're actually going to be building one for a TV. So you don't have to have the VR headset on. And it's a lot for sensory, for people with sensory issues. Uh, a friend of mine has a seven-year-old daughter with uh, Down syndrome, and she has a touch on the autistic scale side of it. And she has sensory problems, right? People with Downs for the most part have sensory, but with a touch of autistic, it's, it's obviously there. So we're actually, uh, the idea came out from him to, uh, to actually build it towards a, a TV screen. So you can actually go and put it on your TV and you don't have to have the goggles on for the sensory issues. You don't have to have the biofeedback sensors on for the, for the sensory issues. And now you just go and you watch it just like you go and watch a TV show. And yet it's still a training type of procedure throughout the whole thing. It's going to be time. It's going to be placed. It's going to be, you know, um, um, the feedback is going to tell us where you are in your recovery. And the biofeedback is the next phase into the, in, going to be phased into the uh, Invicta VR. And I can't wait for that. That is going to be amazing because biofeedback, when it tracks either your brain movements, your um, heart movements, your posture, whatever it does, whatever it tracks, will tell us exactly where you need to focus or where you need to refocus in order to train your brain. I'm so excited about it. It's, it's, it's going to be amazing. So how, how long? No, there's nothing out there like it. I'll put it to you that way. There is zero out there. Wow. That's uh, the first of its kind. Hey, that's, that's unbelievable to be able to think about and, and to do that. How, how long would it take then, um, you know, for you to be able to, to have an effect on someone on a child, like you mentioned that you're starting to be able to work on that, or I guess, is everybody going to be different, right? But I mean, normally, what's your timeline when you think that, um, that something like this can have an effect on someone? You hit the nail on the head. Everybody's going to be different. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the one uh, gentleman that we work with today is uh, Adam Chomos from Regina. Yep. Uh, he is a mental health uh, uh, facilitator. 
and um, in his in his experience, it's uh, it could be you know three months, <laughs> it could be three days, <laughs> not necessarily, but it could be three months, it could be six months, it could be all your life. Hmm. So there's some people that just you know slowly build up to it. There's some people that you know they aren't affected by it that badly, and then it just kind of they kind of the, the light bulb goes off for them. And they're like, aha, I get it. I don't need to bother looking at that clock. It makes zero difference to what I was doing before and it, it, they get it earlier or the PTSD part of it, you know, some may be affected better or worse by it. And, you know, it all takes is, is where you want your brain to get trained or how fast you want to get your brain to get trained. And it's really not up to the user, to be honest with you. It's really up to their brain. It's really up to, you know, what their focus can get to. Wow. Unbelievable. And what? Oh, wow. So, how can you work with athletes like Charleston? Or I mean, some of the things that you have. What are the goals? You know, or Charleston? I'll ask you this question: What would you? How would you like to be able to train? You know, your brain. Is it possible? What are your goals that you would like to be able to maybe change the anxiety or or the turnaround? Or what would you like to be able to focus on for yourself as an athlete? Um, you know, what are some of your thoughts on this? I mean, like, like I said, right away, like when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know what, this is a good thing because I've done like, um, like meditation, uh, just voice audio kind of meditation. Mm -hmm. I've done meditation programs like that before. And I, I do feel like it, it helped me a lot just by calming down, focusing your energy in the right places, you know, putting your, your thoughts in the right places, but taking it to a point where now it's, probably audio and visual at the same time. I mean, I, I really don't know. Like it's, some, like it's something different that's never been done before. Like I know I subconsciously do it on my own when I'm on the field and, or I'm pregame or I'm warming up or anything. I'm subconsciously visualizing how I'm going to attack somebody, what I'm going to do on this play. If this position happens any time in the game, I automatically know how I'm going to react to it. And I visualize the whole time about what I'm going to do, how he's going to play me, how, what I'm going to do against him, how I'm going to counter. So, so like, I have visual thoughts of it the whole time, but actually seeing it, <laughs> like, on a screen or right attached to my face, yeah. I mean, that'll take, that, that'll take stuff to a whole nother level, especially for me. Yeah, and Jason, so, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, what would you, like, what would you talk about to let's say you were to, you you mentioned one of the four categories as athletes, um, what would you then talk about to Charleston? How would you be able to to benefit them, and what would be your conversation with them moving forward? I'm glad you said that, Charleston, because uh, I'll ask this question too. So you you, know, you mentioned about you know how he's going to play you and you know whatever you get that off of videotape right now, right? Or you, you watch the tape and you you know you kind of see what the, his strengths and weaknesses are, right? You basically did a SWOT analysis. <laughs> on the guy without even, uh, you know, writing it down. He just kind of visualized as to what, you know, he's, how he's played before, how he's played in the past. You're, you've played him in the past probably, you know, maybe or blah, 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 your experience against him. So this is part of that. And that's, I'm glad you said that because part of what we have broken out into the athletes part of it is actual, uh, so you won't have to do that videotape anymore. You don't have to do that prep anymore. We're going to have it in front of you on the VR. So you're going to be able to, you know, work through your, your, your hand movements, your, your, whatever you're doing as a, as a rush end, you know, in order to train yourself without being on the field. 
So part of that is going to be, you know, mental awareness that, okay, in the VR, he did this. And this, it's all going to be off of, based off of reality, right? So, uh, so for a guy like you, Charleston, it's going to be huge. Um, I mean, they do it now for like a, a baseball where you hit the ball off the tee. We're taking this to a, a whole nother level. Are you going to be able to make sure that the Eskimos or the snowflakes or the get it last in the procedure or the Rough Riders first? <laughs> <laughs> if the Rough Riders aren't first, I know something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because because of a where i live uh b where my uh where my friends are and uh who i know charleston thank you very much uh nick lewis uh, thank you very much uh, uh, uh my family is all diehard rider fans obviously and and so if i wouldn't have the riders first i definitely would hear about that there's no doubt there you go that. there you go you heard it first in the show riders are the first priority here for the vr work for the athletes <laughs> So I, so I know we got a lot of, we got a lot of uh followers from all over man we got followers from Vegas, Michigan, California, we got all over all across Canada. So I know a lot of our followers are more business people, more business mindset. So how would this sort of technology kind of you know play with somebody that's you know your everyday worker go to work 9 to 5, get off work, I'm tired, stressed kind of probably need a beer but all right if i can't have a red racer beer then i'll have to move on to something plug. else good plug <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to uh essentially from the business side of it it's no different than depression is depression is depression it doesn't matter what field you're in or, or, or you know who you are so to decompress when you get when you come home uh when you put the invicta vr set on and you pick your module so say you're, you're feeling stressed so you 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 know you want to you do have some sort of anxiety uh, module or uh, or a depression module or whichever one it is whichever whatever you're feeling you go ahead and you pick that one they're all going to be accredited through uh, psychologists okay so every one of them are going to be a college uh, accredited through theory by psychology so um, if you go ahead and you pick your depression one and you go through the module by the end of it your anxiety should be all the way down because your uh, biometric feedback will say okay um, my heart rate has come down to normal. My brain wave or my EEG activity has come down to normal. I can breathe again because we just did a coherent breathing pattern or a meditation, you know, as you called it, um, <clears throat> Charleston. So um, when you when you get to the when you get to the actual module itself and you go ahead and um, see it done, at the end of it, your your anxiety and your stress level will just be like come down and then hopefully going to work that next day you're going to remember some of that stuff you keep you keep using it as long as you can you know train yourself in order to deal with that nine to five stress deal with that and like i said customers uh the boss uh, uh maybe a, a good customer a bad customer right it, it doesn't always have to be bad right so um it's the whole thing is to get over whatever is going to you feel that's going to be plaguing you. How's that? Yeah. Do you have one? Uh, do you have one for marriages? Because I know if you have one for marriages, you're going to be a millionaire by by week three here and be able to do that uh, with a lot of my friends. <laughs> do that and how to deal with the wives are going to want it, the the husbands are going to want it, uh, you know, like that. But uh, that's fantastic, and that's definitely a way that 
you know, just to be able to think about it just makes, there's so many questions that I'm just thinking about and it makes sense, right? How to be able to train the brain, how to be able to go over that, how to be able to, to get over the stress or how to deal with the boss or, you know, for me, it's sales, right? How many beers we got to sell today? I got to sell these beers. I'm going to go into there. And for me, a lot of times, you know, even though I've been a salesman for 19 years, sometimes it's the same thing, the anxiety of the fear of the no, right? And how to be able to do that and how to be able to, to overcome those when you're going into it. And, you know, even though I've been doing this for how long, I still get that, you know, sometimes that anxiety or you get a big call or a big account or and to do that. So that's unbelievable. You know, and then that, that comes part of that, part of the business side of it is going to come from my background as well. Johan, I, I, my sales, sales is a background. Hmm. Um, I've got a, uh, an actual sales consulting business that I, that I work with right now or that I own right now, uh, buzzysales.com. And it, it basically is, uh, we do training for guys no different than yourself where you, you're in sales and you're like, you know, how do I overcome that? No, yep. now we're going to just take that to the next level with, uh, with technology. And so instead of going to a, a training session or, a, you know, coaches are never a bad thing, but instead of, uh, in, instead of doing it with, uh, within a one-on-one, you can actually do it within a VR um, setting now and actually go ahead and choose your sales uh, how-to guide in there and, uh, you know, learn how not to, how not to accept the no. Yeah. <clears throat> That's fantastic. And I love the fact that you can do that in the privacy of your own home. I can do that when I want, and then I can go through that and then keep on replaying that and going through there. So that's, that's unbelievable. So tell us about a little bit more about your target market. Then you're going to be, it's anybody, right? Like it's, it really anybody, any part of the world you're, you're going to start off here in, in Saskatchewan in, in Canada, or what is the, the timeline and, and what are your goals like for the, the for next little while? So as as of today, as I speak to you, we're in development right now to writing the modules to the um, headset. Um, we are working with a company called uh, Pico. They have a uh, headset called the Pico Neo 2i, and it has the ocular tracking in it. It's complete standalone, so you don't have to have it hooked to a PC. So you could literally be at the at the lake and use it if you really wanted to. Um, it's a complete standalone. So the module is going to be actually written to the hardware within the headset itself. You don't need anything else, anything less, anything more. Um, and the, in addition to that, we're actually uh, um, making an app in the background in order for parents, uh, even for yourself, Johan, if you go ahead and put it on, it'll actually track your uh, productivity. So, okay, this is how good I did today while having the, the VR headset on. This was my uh, EEG activity. This was my ECG activity. This is where I felt anxiety. This is where I felt uh, leveled out. This is where I felt calm. You know, it'll actually give you that. So you're like, okay, now I know kind of how to deal with that or where, where my, where my uh, anxiety lies. So I'll work on that a little bit more, right? But essentially, it literally, you just use it anywhere you want. Wow. Well, that's, uh, that's, like I said, I, <laughs> I can't keep on, I keep on thinking about more and more and more different ways to be able to use it. Like I said, in my marriage, in my work, um, you know, in sales <clears throat> with my kids, I can't say that enough. And then, you know, a few of the things that I keep on thinking about is some of my friends, I get some good friends that, uh, you know, have, have had their brothers, uh, commit suicide. I've had their, you know, family members commit suicide. I've had, um, you know, friends, coworkers, you know, wives, husbands, 
you name it. And, and one of the things that our last show, one of the last shows we did was with the cops and with, you know, uh, our neighbor's uh, firefighter and, you know, and the amount of stress that they go through on a daily basis when they come home and how to decompress, how to be able to, you know, to be able to, to, deal with all that and how do I, nobody trains us for this, right? No, there is no book on this on how do, when you're a firefighter, you come home from dealing with three drug addicts, addicts that you've just recessed and brought back to life, or you see somebody that was killed in an accident. There is no book on, you know, how to be able to do that. Each person is different. So, uh, you know, to be able to think about how you can be able to train your brain to be able to start to deal with that is going to be a life changer for so many people and so many occupations. And, you know, let's face it, every parent wants the best for their children, right? Like, there's no doubt in my mind. So um, today, when you send a child to school with a learning disability, we don't have the resources in our schools to have a TA or an EA that can give that kid two or three or four hours a day. We just don't have that. It's just right. not available. And it's, it, it's not feasible to do that. And so, you know, you, we talked about, you know, the target market. So education facilities is obviously, you know, uh, tops on our list, hospitals, um, professional clinics, um, literally every business in the cities that we both live in, in every city that you've ever traveled to. Um, it's not probably necessarily for every household, but that being said, because that we're only doing it modules by the month. So if you want to go ahead and, 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 and order one by the month and see if it's actually going to make a difference to you, go ahead. If you didn't think that it makes any difference, Maybe it's not for you, but I know uh, I'll speak for myself that there's days where, you know, I'm, I'm the, I'm the most uh, positive, upbeat guy that, you know, that most people will say, um, where do you get that from? Right. I mean, that's how do you be like that all the time? Right. It's annoying, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and yet, you know, some days there's, there's last, last month, as a matter of fact, I had two days that I was just in a funk. Like I'm telling you, like I'm, never been that way and I, I contributed to like the stress that you put yourself under right yeah. and of course Invictive VR was just you know kind of you know the wheels started to really get rolling on and I, and I want it to be the best right I'm not I'm not putting this out to be second best that's for sure and so you know a lot of sleepless nights you're not eating right you're not drinking water you're not taking care of yourself guess what it, it, it just plays its toll on you right takes its toll on you and I was just in the crapper for two days and I thought to myself, man, it would be nice to have Invictive VR right now because I could use it, right? <laughs> and so it's, it's not just for people who are quote-unquote clinically depressed. It, it is not. It, it's, it's for people who just feel that they need a pick-me-up and how to deal with that next level, right? And that's why it really is for everyone. It, it's not, we're not, we don't have a target market as per se because it really can be for everybody, that's which... Awesome. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I leave it open to everybody? If if you want to go ahead and try it and use it, try it. Yeah. What's the least right. that could happen? Yeah. Right. The one thing. The one thing I was thinking about just now is just because of my background and it looks all kind of <laughs> spooky and stuff like that with this, <laughs> with that red light just buzzing <laughs> over my head. But I guess the one thing I was thinking about was uh, concussions. So how how could this, you know, equipment device? Um, I wouldn't think it's, it would be considered a medical device, right? It's just a training device. Um, before you go on, I'm in the process of getting it approved as a class one or two medical device. 
Um, as soon as it gets approved for a class one or two medical device, healthcare will cover it or, you know, private insurance will cover it. Um, that way it does open it up to literally everyone. Wow. That goes, goes to my next point about uh, concussions. You know, every athlete deals with concussions, whether you're baseball, <laughs> hockey, don't, it don't even matter. All, all concussions happen at all different, you know, levels of sports. Now putting, putting something over this head, I know with me, with football, uh, I don't. Ha I've never had a concussion from what I can remember, but <laughs> but if if you if a guy goes through a concussion, usually the concussion protocol is you got to go into a dark room, sit in a dark room for maybe fifteen minutes, come out of the dark room. Are you okay? Ask the que ask the appropriate questions. Do you know your name? Do you know the date? Do you know what time it is? Usually, I get all those questions wrong, anyways. But when it comes to concussions. How would this device kind of, you know, play a part in, in you know, either exposed to a concussion or pre-exposed to a concussion or post? I'm glad you said that. We, uh, we're actually going to be writing protocols for concussions only. And it's actually going to be available on the bench for, for concussion protocols only. And if you are concussed, it'll immediately tell you that you're concussed. And here's how you, um, you know, retrain yourself or here's how you get back after your concussion. Um, I I'm really glad you asked that though, Charleston. That's a really good one. And it's very um, prevalent in sports. Like you said, with it, no, it doesn't matter. Pick a sport. It really doesn't matter. Uh, field hockey. Uh, it could be ringette. It could be anything. Uh, you hit your head the wrong way. You get a concussion, right? That's it. It's, it's not rocket science, but um the whole thing about about this is that it's going to be have the protocols built into it for as many things as you guys can think of. We've thought of it a thousand times and they're all going to be there. It's all going to be in the scalability of Invicta VR, but it's going to all be there. And I mean, I'm, I'm not, I can't tell you that it's going to be there next month. We want to have the education one out by the end of first quarter 2021 and, uh, and go from there. Uh, user feedback is going to be starting on that here within the next couple of weeks. And, um, go from there. The user feedback is on all of them is going to be key to the success as to where the protocols actually go or where the modules go. Okay. So um, stay tuned for that for sure. So then how do we find out more about this? What's the best way to be able to keep on, um, you know, cause I know for one, I got so many questions. I'm going to keep on watching you. Is there a general platform that you want us to be watching or anything that we can be checking out at all times your Facebook, your webpage, your, uh, where where is this thing gonna be? At? Where can I get one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had my I'm gonna put your name on. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put your name on the top of the list here right now, Charleston, because I uh, I uh, like you and I think you're a good dude. So yeah. I'm gonna put your name number one, Charleston Hughes. Done. Okay? <laughs> so uh, forget forget number one. I want to be on the cover, just like this guy back here. Just put <laughs> just put my face on there. <laughs> On the cover, just like that. Such a model, Charleston. Such a model. Always wanted to be the cover boy of everything. Yeah. It, it probably isn't going to be like the Madden cover. I'm not going to lie to you, Charleston. But uh... no, you you see what my shirt say, right? <laughs> Both of our shirts are in the nice baller gear. Uh, yeah. we got we got to get it. you a Love shirt, it. by the way. Yeah, I need a shirt from you, buddy. I need a shirt. Um, so for right now, um, because of the uh, intellectual property that's involved in it, there really isn't anything published uh, anywhere yet. 
Um, that will be available very soon. Uh, uh, I'm not going to withhold it, you know, very much longer, but um, InvictaVR.com will be going here shortly along with the app. Um, I, I have to hire a, uh, uh, some sort of uh, marketing manager or a social media manager for Facebook and all that other stuff because I'll admit I don't have time for that uh, very much and I'm not very good at it. So uh, the pictures are usually uh, just of my dog or something. But uh, <laughs> um, So yeah, that, that's in the works as well. Get Charleston too right now. He's got lots of free time apparently and not going to be playing football of late. So, we'll, Oh, man, yeah. tell me about it. It's announced today that Winnipeg is the official hub city if there's going to be football. But So uh, so we can just follow you on your webpage. We can do follow you on your Facebook uh, eventually. I do have uh, Invictive VR uh, underscore tech on Instagram. And um, I will have a uh, Facebook page up and running to show what the progress is of the of the uh, updates here shortly, but uh, uh, the very VR first one. underscore tech. Yeah, T-E-C-H. Okay, okay. That's where the people can ask all the questions that they need to ask you about mental health and how the, how the machine works, how the yep. technology works. Yep. And then um, we're actually going to have a, uh, a live demo uh, on there coming up here within the next... Uh, um, I'll say three weeks to a month uh, of it of the of the first module just to give a snippet of it, um, and it's it's, uh, it's I'm working with SAS Polytech here out of Saskatoon, and I, I couldn't be working with a, a better bunch of guys. They're amazing, amazing people. Um, just took my idea and ran with it, and the the product looks amazing. <laughs> I'm, it looks like it was done in, in Silicon Valley. And I'm not even, that's not a word of a lie. It looks spectacular. That's, that's fantastic. I love the fact too, that we are supporting Saskatchewan. This is a Saskatchewan idea and, and getting everything growing from, from within. So that's fantastic. Can I offer uh, Charleston and myself for some Guinea pigs? If you ever need somebody to come in and put on the, the VR or to be able to have any kind of, uh, of examples of, of of anything that you need for us, or I ain't, I no, appreciate I that ain't no damn guinea pig. I am <laughs> an ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. He's gonna be the ambassador. I'll be the guinea pig. So no problem. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> He's the pretty face, and I'll be the, the take it out on me or to, to figure out whatever you can and be able to do that. So but, yeah. I definitely will take you up on that, Johan. I appreciate that, and Charleston, I appreciate that as well. Uh, you know, I will be, uh, I, I will be, uh, no word of a lie, bugging you, Charleston, when we come to the athletes part of it, one of it, because I, I do need, uh, I do need that type of feedback from a, a gentleman like yourself. Uh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't use the word gentleman. I should use that use very loosely. Uh, an ambassador, let yourself. <laughs> there you go. It's like, it just sounds so much better. Nelson <laughs> likes to be. I'm gonna get you a shirt made up for that. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Ambassador, right there. The title, Charleston. Able to do that. Um, okay, Jason. Anything else that you wanted to touch base upon and, and let people know about this? Anything that you wanted to be able to to say for? Uh, uh, about your product, you know uh, the the thing about the thing about always uh, ideas like this, and people have asked me before, you know, where did you come up with an idea like that? Yeah. Uh, it was by a chance meeting with Brad Kraft. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Brad Kraft. He's yeah. the director of operations for Saskatchewan Rattlers. Yeah, uh, really great guy. Um, 
we talked about the health and wellness uh, a part of, of my sales training course that, that I developed. And, and he says to me, he goes, you know, uh, I work with some very uh, physically skilled athletes who cannot visualize uh, winning. I kind of sat back and I thought, hmm, that's weird. Like these guys have all the talent in the world to do what they're doing and you can't win. Like you can't visualize winning. Yeah. And some can only visualize winning by themselves. They can't visualize winning as a team. So when I left that meeting, and this is how my brain works, uh, I, I put what he said into context with VR. And I don't even know where VR even came from because I'm not a gamer. I'm not, I don't do any of that kind of stuff. Um, and it just kind of popped in my head and I thought, I wonder what that would look like. So I started, you know, going down that rabbit hole and, and there's some other companies that have done um, like uh, VR for social skills for, for kids. And, and they've done some for um, uh, muscle memory for athletes where, you know, there's, there's one out there where you can shoot free throws without ever touching the ball. Right. Um, there's one out there where you can hit a ball off the tee without ever picking up a bat. Right. Stuff like that. Right. So, and I thought, okay, well, that's, that's all fine and dandy. Um, but what about the actual training of the brain part of it? Like where are we where, And so that's why when, when we kind of started running with this idea, uh, going down the rabbit hole, there isn't anything like this. And I'm going to stick the feather in my cap when I can say that, you know, I saved the life from Invicta VR. Uh, that's going to be my first, um, you know, check mark in my boxes that, somebody can come up to me and, and say, you know what, um, so-and-so used Invicta VR and they were very, very depressed and they were suicidal or whatever. And now they live a normal life. That, that'll be all I'm looking for out of this to be a million percent honest with you. Cause I'm not sure how many people can do that on a daily basis. Yeah. That's, that's unbelievable goal to have. And, uh, and I'm going to be right there with you once, uh, hopefully we'll be there right there with you when that happens. So that's fantastic. Uh, Charleston, anything else you wanted to be able to add and, and ask? And, uh, I mean, he could, he pretty much cleared it up for me. I had a lot of questions in my head before I got on here, but he threw me off when he told me he was an Edmonton fan. So <laughs> I kind of, I started drawing blanks after that. I couldn't focus, you know, you threw me off and then I couldn't visualize anymore what I wanted to ask you. My thoughts just... <laughs> Perfect example of you need to go to module one to focus on now you got derailed right in the beginning and, and went See, that, that's why I this why this is exactly why I think I need this machine because I know <laughs> I'm not the only one that does that 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 does this and I know that I hate when I walk into a room knowing that knowing what I was going into that room to get and I always think maybe it's because of concussions maybe it's because of too many hits to the head because of football. And I always say, oh, it's because of football. When I know where I'm going somewhere, I walk into a room and I forget what the hell I went into that room to go get. <laughs> oh, that's cool. and, it and it happens to me all the time. And I'm thinking like, man, am I just getting old? That's, <laughs> that's both getting old, drinking too much beer, or all of the yeah. above. <laughs> and, and then it's, a, it's another thing where I'll go on my cell phone and then I'll I know what I'm going to look up. I'm going to Google something. I hit the Explore Safari button on Google and draw a blank on what the hell I was supposed to look up in Google. And I'm thinking, like, how do I forget that easy within a 15-second span? Believe it or not, that's part of stress. Uh, and th that's proven. That's a proven part of stress. So, um, number one, uh, Ambassador uh, Charleston Hughes right there. It's a <laughs> 
So I know if there's lots of people out there like me who forget when they walk into a room what the heck they were going into the room to get. And it could be something as simple as I was just going to grab my keys. Or like, one thing that I, the one thing that I will say though is that my brothers are going to watch this and they're going to be so embarrassed that they mentioned that I'm an Edmonton fan. They're probably never going to talk to me again, but uh, Tim and Jan, I love you, brother. <laughs> see, see, you know what? I, I appreciate them for not talking to you no more because you're Edmonton fan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll send, me, send me your address. I'll send you jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make sure that we take care of all the Ryder fans and uh, send them some some beer, too. So your brothers will get the beer, you'll get the water. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. It's been great. Uh, Jason, well, thank you very much for, for coming on. Um, you know, it, to me, this is a subject that, again, like I mentioned in the beginning, um, that is something that we all need to be able to to learn more about. And we all need to get better about whether that's our kids, our friends, our moms, our dads our brothers or sisters, this is something that's affecting everyone. And, and we're all going to be in a better place if we can all learn to be able to get trained and train our, our brains in a better capacity and to be better in that regard. So thanks for coming on the show, Jay. We really appreciate it. Charleston always uh, kind of signs off in uh, the usual way. So I'll let Charleston say his uh, words of wisdom and then we'll. Thanks uh, for having me, fellas. I appreciate it for sure. We'll you know what? Thank, thanks for thanks for coming on, Jason. But you know what? You are on the Better with Age podcast, and although there's lots of things that get better with age, brain, my brain gets better with age. Your brain gets better with age. Uh, wine, whiskey, leather, cheese. There's many things that gets better with age. But the most important thing that gets better with age is friendships. I've had a great time meeting you. This is like the second or third time we've met. Um, you are one of my friends. I'm happy that you came on the show. You came on the show to see us. So we appreciate you for coming on the Better With Age podcast. Wouldn't be anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jason. All the best to you, and we'll be in touch. Thanks, fellas. We'll be in touch. <laughs>